Alright guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Real Talk Fishing Podcast. Um, we're on episode 4 now, which is honestly kind of hard to believe because I just started this like 2 days ago. But I've just I've been trying to pump out these episodes, record them when I get stuff in my brain, put them down on my notes on my phone. And then I just have a few um, car, uh, talking points. So today's episode, episode 4, like I said, is going to kind of go into episode 3, which whenever I had Line Nikes on here, um, as a guest, we kind of talked about like how to get bigger, how to how to start fishing bigger tournaments, and this is about this podcast. I'm gonna be talking about what to expect when you fish your first ever competitive bass tournament. So I'm not talking about like the small little like three hour ones, like fruit, like Tuesday Thursday night fruit jars that we were talking about at the first part of the last episode with lying, like I said. But this, I'm, I'm talking about kind of your first, like, all day. That could be multiple day tournaments, all that kind of stuff. So, the first thing you're going to have to make sure that you know is there's going to be lots of good competition there. Now, what I mean by this is there's people that fish a lot. There's people that take it very seriously. They, make, they try to make money off of this as much as they can. You know, that kind of stuff. So, there's going to be people that take it super serious. And you're also going to have to take it very serious. If you want to have any shot at success on the ten, not not even just winning. Like if you want to have any, like if let's say there's sixty boats, you're gonna have to take that super serious if you want a top ten, and even like you're gonna have to dedicate yourself too if you like want top five or to win, and know where to go, know what to fish, all that kind of stuff. Um, and if you've never fished like these all day tournaments or multiple days, you're gonna have to be prepared for very early mornings and late nights, especially uh, like and late nights come into play. When it's a two-day tournament, because we've been at like our state tournaments, like our two days, we've been have like we've been having to just run off energy drinks because like we'll wake up. Well, obviously the first day is not that bad because you get to try to get a good sleep and wake up at three thirty, three forty-five in the morning, depending on how far away how far away you are from boat ramp, all that kind of stuff. Wake up at three forty-five in the morning, you know, get to the boat ramp, um, and you got to be prepared. All this stuff, get your rods ready, get your tackle organized, all that, all that kind of stuff that you need to do. And if it's a two-day tournament. If, like, let's say, and now, obviously, if you have really good success day one, you're not really going to have that late nights. But if you don't do so hot, you're going to have late nights because you're going to have to re-rig tackle, game plan, look at Google Earth. Like we were talking about last episode, Google Earth is an amazing tool to get better. Look at Google Earth, all that kind of stuff. Um, re-rig tackle according to what you think is going to work better. All that kind of stuff. So, um, that's good. that's one of the reasons you're going to have late nights. Um, and it could be other things. And so, like like I said, if you're staying up till 11, 45, 12 uh, a.m., I mean, you're going to – and you get up at 3, 45, that's three – like, basically almost four hours of sleep. You ain't going to be able to fish eight hours on four hours of sleep. So, basically, you're going to need to, I guess, figure out something to drink or eat in the morning that's going to get you going and get you ready. And you don't want to be miserable in the water because that's, that's whenever you just kind of lose hope. You start getting aggravated all that. You don't. You don't pay attention. You don't make the right decisions. All that kind of, and that can only do a lot of bad turnouts at tournaments. Um, the next thing is when I, I literally wrote it down all caps on my notes because I cannot stress this enough to new people. Do your research and do your pre-fishing. Now, obviously, like if it's a bigger tournament, you're going to have like organized pre-fish days. You need, you need to make sure you are there. Don't just be like, oh, I have something to do that's not, if it's not that important, you need to skip it. You need to do pre-fishing because pre-fishing is going to help you rule out areas, find new areas, um, test, like, not really test, but, like, figure out what lures that are working good. 
it's going to help with all kinds of stuff and like research that plays into Google Earth. Like I was saying, like I like I said, is super important. Um, look at water levels. Look at like in Google Earth Pro, you can look at images all the way back from when they first had satellite images. So you can literally look at what I like to do, which this is honestly, I don't even know why I'm sharing this with y'all because this is kind of a thing I like to do is you can look like if you look at the pictures from all the different years, you can see when the water's super low and when it's high. So you go to whenever the water's at its lowest point, and let's say there's like underwater rock pile, underwater brush pile, all this kind of stuff, and then you fast forward to current, like the most current picture, you can't even see it because the water's high. Now, if you go back there on Google Earth Pro, mark that, and then if you mark that on your Google Earth Pro and you can label stuff, like so if it's like, let's say it's a rock pile, underwater when the water and you whenever the water's super low you can see it you go on google Earth pro you drop a pin you say rock pile and then you fast forward like i said the current image is, is not there well you put that on your garmin lawrence hummingbird all kinds of stuff you can do it with any of your graphs or if you don't have any of that you can just keep it on your uh iphone like ipad tablet whatever the heck you got keep it on there so then you just bring that with you kind of navigate to those spots and you you'll be fishing places that some other people may not know about so that's going to give and those kind of like that kind of underwater structure is really good so you'll have a good edge like with that kind of stuff you know which can help you a lot um and one other thing that's pretty important i would say is i'm kind of going to going through these pretty fast but it's fine um you need to be prepared for every weather situation possible in that time of year and why I say this is because what I have kind of, you know, like, I'm trying to think. So what I would say is, for example, tournaments don't stop for rain. Now, like, which what I'm saying is, if there's bad weather, you're going to fish through it. They're not going to go out there, find everybody, whether all that kind of crap, say, oh, we need to come in, weather's, weather's bad. Unless it's, like, super bad, they're not going to do that. So you need to have rain gear, you need to have cold weather gear, you need to have, like, whether you need to have gear for when it's super hot, like cooling rags, all that kind of stuff, because it can get so hot, like you get like heat exhaustion and crap like that, and you can that can put you in a bad place, and so can being super cold. You can get like you can get all kinds of stuff, like, especially running in a boat when it's super cold. That's like like I talked about my bad weather stories or experiences, whatever I titled that. I think it was episode two, maybe or episode one. I'm not sure. Go back and watch that if you haven't. But um. Like, that can put you, that can make you have a horrible day, which can ruin your tournament, which you're, which then you're going to be wasting money when you pay injury fees, all that kind of stuff. That's wasting your money. So, you need to be as much prepared as you possibly can be for any kind of weather situation in that kind of season. Like, whatever kind of, whatever time of year it is, you need to be prepared for anything that can, that can happen whenever, uh, whenever you're in that season. Because we all know the weather is almost never right honestly like it'll say it'll rain one day it doesn't rain it'll say it's not gonna rain it starts pouring down rain well if it says it's not gonna rain you don't bring any kind of rain gear with you then you're stuck in pouring down rain in a tournament and you're gonna get soaking wet and again that's gonna cause you to have a bad day you're not gonna have you're not gonna concentrate as well all this kind of stuff and that's gonna end you that's gonna end with you not having a good tournament and which will end with you wasting your money so all those little things they they help all the little things have a bigger effect than you think they do. So you always need to bur- like bring what you need to bring and all that kind of stuff. So that way you can um like be prepared. That's what, that's all I can say. Um so that's honestly about it. I feel like 
for what I have written down on here, or typed out, whatever. But, so yeah, I'll probably, this is going to be a really short one. Most of the ones I don't have with, like the ones I don't have guests, they're probably going to be a little bit shorter, which that should be fine, hopefully. Or maybe, if I, if I find something really interesting, then it may take a little bit longer. But this is just, I'm just saying right now, make sure I'll go, I'll go over my little talking points I have again. There's lots of good competition, so you need to be at the top of your game. Um, most people there take it very serious, so you need to take it really serious too, or you're going to end up wasting your money not have a good tournament. It's going to hurt your self-confidence. You're going to kind of get mad at yourself, and that's not good either. Be prepared for early mornings or late nights, depending on how your tournaments go and how, how close you are to boat ramps, all that stuff. Take all that into consideration. Um, do your research and pre-fish. Everyone else is going to, and if you don't, they're going to have a major advantage over you, whether that be where to go, where not to go, what to throw, what not to throw, everything, like how high the water is in areas, like and how it affects certain areas when the water is high or low, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you need to be prepared for every weather situation possible that time of year because, like, like I said, tournaments don't stop for rain. So, I mean, if it's going to rain, you need to have – Rain, you need to have like a rain weather or like rain suit, whatever they call them. You need to have all that kind of stuff because if you don't, um, you're going to be in for a bad time and everybody else is probably going to have that because if they're all prepared. So take all this in, into consideration and hope you all enjoyed this episode. This is episode four. Go back and watch the other three. Um, follow this podcast on Spotify. And also there's two things I didn't even mention last, last podcast, which we had both of them is now we're available on Apple Podcast. I just I just did that was a voice crack. <laughs> I just uh, did this uh earlier today. Or not earlier today. This is going to come out in the, of like probably the day after I record it cuz I'm not I'm not going to put out so many at one time. But we're on Apple Podcast now and also I got I went out and bought a mic so the audio should sound a lot better than it did the first 3 episodes or first 2 episodes, I'm sorry. And on the trailer. Um so y'all go watch all the stuff I've already posted, and I'm probably going to do every other day. I'm not really sure yet, So, and I don't really have a set schedule, but probably every other day. It just depends on what comes to me and all that kind of stuff and what I want to talk about and what I think is like good enough to be on here and all that kind of stuff, and I'm trying to take this serious. So hopefully it'll turn out good like in the future. So like I said, um, y'all follow on Spotify. I think you can do that on Apple Podcasts too. All that kind of stuff. Anchor, podcast, everything that I have. I have, right now I have Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So, whatever you're listening on, follow or share, all that kind of stuff. And hopefully y'all like this kind of podcast. So, I guess I'll see y'all on the next one.